you're like who the fuck are you where's our real moms well they're not here sorry they're with another audience yeah an audience that maybe they love more maybe was nicer to them maybe went to bed on time see unless you're the kids you get where i'm going right we get the game we're playing yeah i'm the fun babysitter i'll teach you guys to smoke um I am uh, I'm really excited to be here. I love this show. Um, I am very proud that I get to helm the ship tonight. Um, I am somewhat nervous because I've hosted it before, and I feel like uh, you know it's a podcast, so people are listening to this who have like listened to it before. Like, you guys, you live people, we can just have fun. We can be in the moment, but the podcast jack-offs. <laughs> They're like, oh, I heard that joke before. I'm going to write a letter to my congressman. Oh, oh, turn, turn out my mic. That's the podcast, people. Um, so I feel like I have to keep things new. And I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't know if I have more hosting, hosting bits, more bits that they don't know. So, in case, so I figured my backup plan, if I, don't, if I can't think of, of new stuff, if I'm like, uh, I'm running out, the well is dry, uh, I'll, just, uh, I'll just make them uh, drop a beat and I'll, I'll freestyle, right? That's comedy. That counts, doesn't it? Right? Like, drop a beat. To host the show, then I don't know exactly where I'm going to go. I'm gonna try to hop on and ride the flow with my own, and that is what I'm doing, don't you know? Because I have all the words that are inside my head, and all the words are the words that I just said, and now I'm running out. Oh my god, what will I do? I'm gonna have to stop and do more comedy for you. Stop. Um, sometimes people want, sometimes when I freestyle, this is gonna make me sound like an asshole. But so will most of the things I say, because um, I am. Um, sometimes when I freestyle, people are like, but really, did you write that? Like, why the fuck would I write that? <laughs> if I was going to write something, wouldn't it be like so good? Not just like a dinky dinky doodle, dinky dinky dee doo. <laughs> like, no, I did not write that. I just made it up off the top of my head. Fall, guys, it's fall. Sweater weather. Everybody enjoying your sweater weather? You've got a jacket on. That's good. That counts. Got some long sleeveys. Mm, sweater weather. Okay, up front. Sweater weather. I like to think of it as pube weather. You can finally grow it all out, braid it into blankets for our babies. That's how your parents raised you. They don't tell you that until you have your own, and I can tell you people aren't parents because you're here. Um... But once you have your own, your parents will be like, remember, now you can make pew blankets. <laughs> That's how your child will grow healthy and strong. It's from our Norse ancestors. Um, we don't all have Norse ancestors. Now, I'm, uh, I, I am excited about the sweater, sweater weather. That's the kind of basic that I am. Uh, 
I like pumpkin spice. This is something that's bothering me about pumpkin spice, though. Everybody thinks it's pumpkin. It's like a spiced pumpkin. It's not. There's nothing to do with pumpkin. It's just the spices you would put in a pumpkin pie. And they left off the pie part, and everybody's like, I love pumpkins because they're spicy. And like, fuck you. No, they're not. (laughs) It's squash. That's just... No one wants squash coffee. No one wants squash cookies. You want cinnamon, nutmeg, allspice, maybe a little clove. I don't know. You do what your family does. Like, that's pumpkin spice. So let's call it that. But that's too long. So I'll enjoy the pumpkin spice. Pumpkin spice, sweater weather. I'm looking forward to the peppermint uh, hot chocolate. (laughs) Not going to do it too early. (laughs) I like to save a treat. Still not singing uh, Christmas carols. like to save a treat. Except for All I Want for Christmas is You. I will sing that at any time. <laughs> any time of year, any time of day. Like right now? All I want for Christmas is you. Ooh, ooh, baby bells. All the lights are shining so brightly everywhere. Bells. And the, if you guys aren't going to help back me up, then what am I going to do up here? The other nice thing about this time of year is that we have just passed the, uh, the, the spooky time of year. Nothing's scary anymore. We're all embracing our fears. In L.A., especially, the spooky time of year uh, is just t- taken over by all these haunted houses. Did you guys do any haunted, any haunted bullshit? Yeah? Which, which, what did you do? A hayride. Ha- haunted hayride? Okay, that's easy. Because you can get out, right? You're not, like, trapped. You can run away? You're on a hayride. You're on a hayride. Okay. So you are trapped. So that's my nightmare. Okay. Um, anybody else do a spooky? No? Yeah, all right. Those idiots. That's the only one. Um, well, you are very brave. You're very brave to go out and experience what I like to call a haunted parking lot full of teenagers. Because that's what it really is. And that's the scariest thing. Anyway, like, that's what I'm actually scared of. Teenagers? No. <laughs> Every time I see teenagers, I'm like, ah, they're going to jostle me. <laughs> going to spill my pumpkin spice. <laughs> like, they are scary. Ugh, teenagers, they'll call you gay. <laughs> you won't know how to react. <laughs> I'm not, I mean, stop it. <laughs> how did your parents teach you? Um, how's the front row doing? Oh, you're a laid back front row. You realize that you have to hold, you have to set the standard for all of these people behind you. If you're laid back, they they fall out. They fall out like it's like an avalanche. They just drip out of the theater and into the street and then we don't have a show. So how's this front row doing? Yeah. All right. Good. That was way better. Where are you from, sweater? Oh my god, I picked one. <laughs> Wouldn't it have been sad if I was like, where are you from? And he's like, Culver City. We all would have been like, fuck Eliza. <laughs> Belgium. How, how, how long have you been here? Five years. Oh, okay. All right. Okay, so you got the lay of the land. You know where in and out is. Five years. That's pretty long. Anybody, from, uh, any, anybody else from another country here? Okay. <laughs> Feel Canadians hiding. That's usually what happens. There's a Scottish guy? <laughs> Root him out! Where is he? Where is he? <laughs> Aw, you, did you uh, call out the Scottish guy? 
Oh. There was a real Scottish guy. Oh, he's hiding. Guys, he's, it's, it's like a snake. He's under one of the chairs. Everyone lift your feet up. There's a Scottish guy someplace in the room. This is going to be terrifying. Um, anybody not from L.A.? Where are you from? Berkeley. Oh, that's still California. But that's like the smart California where you recycle. Have you got, do you guys recycle? Yeah, yeah. My building, it doesn't recycle. And I've been like, can I please recycle? And they're like, no, you throw it in the garbage. And I'm like, why? They're like, because we picked through. And I'm like, why? Why would you do that? Like every landlord I've had here is like, no, it's a great system. Um, you just throw everything in the same thing. And um, then people come, the, when we take it to the dump, they, they look through it. And they pick out all the bottles and stuff. It's, it works. It works. And like, that seems like a tip. Can I help out by like bagging my stuff separately? Maybe placing it to the side in the dumpster? And they're like, no, don't do that. It's like, who are these rat overlords that you're working for? They're like, also have them mixing hair. Like, <laughs> what kind of gross system is this? I don't know. Drop that beat. Okay. What? Oh. All right. Okay. Sure. I don't know what to do with the trash in my can, and I tried to leave it out there, but I know that I cannot take it and take it myself because I take all the trash, take it off of my shelf because I like to hold my trash in my house for too long. That's what I do with my trashy song. Okay, whatever. Um. <laughs> See what I do for you people? I bear my soul in rhyme. I make myself vulnerable. A lot of comics come out here and be like, slick bit, slick bit, slick bit. Not Skinner. Skinner's like, let's find some garbage together. Literally. That's what I did. You guys ready for some comics with some slick bits? All right, great. We've got a really great lineup. Like, seriously, all hits, no misses. Not that there are ever misses, but I mean, there are sometimes misses. But not on this show. <laughs> great comics. Uh, your first comic is hilarious. He's great. Uh, please put your hands together for Jack Knight. Yeah. They got a short-ass stool. The stool's usually right here, but they got it down here. Step it up. In the booth, I need a like it, Matt. I need a better. I need a better stool. Next time Jack Knight comes on the fucking stage, bending my knees to put my beer down. The fuck you think I am? This is, this is gonna be a weird set. <laughs> this is gonna be fun. But this is gonna be a weird set. I'm really mad because it's almost holiday season, and I don't. I don't like holiday season. Because my auntie keeps playing this joke on me for Christmas where she gets me T-shirts because I made fun of one of her gifts. And so what she does is she buys a whole bunch of Hanes T-shirts, puts them in a box, wraps the box, puts heavy shit, I'm sorry, she puts heavy things in the box, like like weights. And I open it, I'm like, this is going to be something, and it's T-shirts. And it still has the cardboard in it. And then she writes on the cardboard, I got gotcha. you. 
There's no, that's just a real thing. There's no joke to that. <laughs> I had to celebrate Kwanzaa one time. You guys know, you guys ever celebrate Kwanzaa, mostly white audience? <laughs> I celebrated Kwanzaa once. If you know what Kwanzaa is, Kwanzaa is this beautiful celebration that African Americans celebrate during the month of December uh, when they can't afford Christmas presents. <laughs> Yeah, it's just the dad comes home. He's like, hey, y'all got laid off. We fucking with Allah now. <laughs> and that's just what it is. You just got that's what it is for the year. You know what my mom got me for Kwanzaa? A book about Kwanzaa. <laughs> she wrapped that shit, too. Just throw it on the floor and slide it over. Don't take it that seriously. Because I know what Christmas felt like. I got holiday blue balled. You know what I mean? I know what Christmas feels like. So that hurt. You know, that's like, like going on a date with a girl. You really hit it off. You like the same music, like the same movies. You're laughing at the same type of things. You, you finagle your way. You end up back at her place. You're watching TV. You're getting kind of close. And she's like, you want to go back to the room? You go back to the room. You're still laughing, having a good time. And then she takes off her clothes. You take off your clothes. You have this moment. And then she hands you a book about Kwanzaa. <laughs> and you just got to read that shit with her titties out. Just like, I guess. <laughs> There's white girls here, man. That's cool. I call white women swans, you know, because they're white and majestic, and people get upset when I chase them through parks. <laughs> this is what I do. I get a whole bunch of white girl breadcrumbs, uh, like, like Taylor Swift albums and animal cruelty petitions, and I put them in a little clump, and I go and hide in a bush and wait for a whole flock of y'all to come, and I just wait. And wait. And it goes, ah, 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 ah. I don't want to catch it. It's like watch you run. Run, Marissa. Run. Hop in your mini coop in your yards and stuff. She's trying to get past it. Where you going? Where you going? Where you going? She's dropping people magazines and shit. <laughs> Here's the thing. When you're a young dude, some, sometimes, ladies, if you didn't know this, sometimes when you're a young dude, you go over to a girl's house and you think you're going to have sex with her and you don't. And that's just how that shit goes. <laughs> Yeah, you just gotta wake up in the morning with a dead arm with not your hair on it, a wrinkled shirt, and a double hard dick. Like a double hard dick, because the intentions of you having sex in morning wood overlapped. Like the night shift and day shift janitors came in the building at the same time. Like we both can't be here, dog. The bills gonna be all veiny and shit. <laughs> that happened to me recently. I thought I was gonna have sex with this girl, and she was like, nah. So instead of like staying in the bed and like trying to like, you know, do what you gotta do. I, went, I grabbed a whole bunch of grapes off her desk, went downstairs and watched Netflix with her mom. Yeah, she still lived with her mom, so we we're both disappointed in her. Her mom tried to have a conversation with me like I didn't have a hard dick for her daughter. She said, what do you think about Narcos? It really catches on on the third episode. I'm just pushing this pillow down on this angry hard dick, like angry hard, like with a vein in his forehead, banging on my basketball shorts, like, nigga, you made me a promise. You said the car go against the walls and now you can't even follow through. Come on, Jack, it's A, B, C. Why, don't put your hands on me in the bathroom. This is not the time. <laughs> you ever realize you have a, a plethora of pussy jokes? <laughs> and you just, get, you just get real proud of yourself? <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's who I am. <laughs> I don't like it when girls say they fake it. Because you aren't, you think you're special. And guys do that too. You know, I fake it all the time. 
orgasming if you didn't know virgin <laughs> i fake it all the time i just happen i just fake it uh minutes after i already came <laughs> you ever do that you're just like ah, <clears throat> uh, i'm coming now <laughs> five minutes after that noise i made this is the actual time i'm coming not the time where I was readjusting my perfectly hard, not flaccid penis. In real life, you're just in there fucking like a, like a rapper on coke, on fucking, like a rapper on cough syrup, just uh, Wheezy F baby. I get it, you know what I mean? Girls, girls fake it because it's either bad or they got like this Rubik's Cube of a pussy and I don't got time for that. I got pizza rolls in the oven. <laughs> Guys, I fake it because it's, you know, I'm not a fucking showboat. You know what I mean? Like, I know I'm better and faster, so I'm just running in place in the front of the finish line just so you can catch up. Once I get a punchline of that, I'm telling you. <laughs> it's whatever. It's fine. You ever be exchanging childhood stories with your homie and you got to explain to him that he got molested? <laughs> it's awkward. <laughs> it's a lot more awkward than when someone just tells you they got molested. Like, you got molested? All right, I'm still about to eat this last hot wing, though. <laughs> My friend used to tell me a story all the time. He's like, you always go to Mr. Curtis's house down the street every day and get these Snickerdoodle cookies. But the only way he gave me a Snickerdoodle cookies is if he blew on my belly button and gave me a raspberry and tickled me. <laughs> Wasn't he such a weird guy? Bruh. <laughs> I got to tell you something. You might want to eat this last hot wing because it's a doozy. <laughs> Some of you guys didn't laugh at that joke, and you're wrong. I get it, you know. You don't want to be the dude laughing at the motherfucker got molested. That's fine. He ain't real. Stop trying to be PC. You're not. You're. You're still not going to heaven. I don't like that. that that's what. Like, especially the younger generation. Like, I was on a train and and the three kids got on the bus and they're being loud and rambunctious. And they sat behind me. A woman goes, hey, Chris, can we go to your house later? I was like, oh, they're going to get him. <laughs> and then they just let that shit go. I turned around. I was like, y'all can make fun of him. His voice just cracked. And one of his friends goes, nah, man. And he puts his hand on his shoulder. He's like, that's all a part of growing up. <laughs> I just turned around. I guess school shooting worked. can't end a set with that. Fuck! <laughs> well, I'm, I'm gonna get off the last one. I'm sorry for being a dick and the guy doing a killing joke at the end of a set. Y'all, y'all, I got a homie who's gay now. Huh? <laughs> I'm alright. <laughs> he just came out of the closet or whatever. I hate that term. Come out of the closet? That implies that it was a secret. We knew for years, bruh. <laughs> It should be called come out of the closet. It should be called come out from underneath the blanket. Like we've seen the lump on the bed forever. We know it's you. It's not a couple of pillows or a bunch of Capri Suns. It's you, Craig. You gay, nigga. Just say that shit.
good night. Ah, we're having fun. <laughs> having a good time. Um, you guys ready for your next comic? All right, me too. Um, he's great. He's very funny. He is one of my coworkers, so I've seen him all day today. Please put your hands together for Ian Carmel. <laughs> With Skinner. It's been all goddamn day with Skinner. Fuck. Got a show tonight, you know, excited, get away from Skinner for a minute. Guess who's guest hosting? Me. Skinner. What a delight. I'm such a lucky man. I get to work with Skinner all day? Don't you get to fuck, fuck all y'all. You don't even get to, I'm not even gonna do stand up. I'm just gonna sit here and rest. The glory, I get to work with Skinner all day. <laughs> 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 Terrible for a podcast. Why was I doing that? Uh, <laughs> oh, you guys are so wonderful. I can't, I'm so excited to do stand up in a second here for you. Uh, but first, more dance. <laughs> I tell you what I old rich homie Carms has been going through. That's what I call myself. My name's Ian Carmel. Just sometimes I throw rich homie Carms on myself when I'm feeling down, want to get myself back up. I'll tell you what I've been going through. Here's why I've been down. I've been going through a breakup. I'm on the tail end of going through a breakup, but I have recently gone through a breakup. And it, su- it sucks. You guys, ever get bro- you guys ever get broken up with? It bu- bummer, you know what I mean? It's kind of a bummer. I, but I've been trying to find the silver lining. Oh, just tipping over. Trying to find the silver lining. <laughs> trying to find the silver lining in, like, in, in, in getting broken up with. And there are, there is definitely a silver lining. Like, I, I think my favorite thing about being depressed is I'm able to relate to music way better. <laughs> You know what I mean? Because when you're happy, you can't fucking relate to music. You know what I mean? When you're happy, would you just blink 182 all the time? Is that it? You're just like, everything's great. Yeah, me too. Like, that's it. But when you're depressed, you relate to music so much. But when you're depressed, you relate to music you never thought you'd ever relate to. You know what I mean? When you're depressed, you'll be listening to a song like, oh my God, he's right. I might as well be walking on the sun. <laughs> it ain't no joke. <laughs> uh, my other favorite thing, I live, a, I, I live alone. I live alone. I live, I live alone in a house, which is weird, because I don't have that much stuff, so most of the house is just empty. My house looks like someone bought The Sims and then got bored halfway through it, like half an hour to playing it. And it's like, this is all, fuck this kid. <laughs> like, that's... Well, my house, but I live alone, and I get spooked when there's noises outside. Does anybody else do that? Anytime there's a noise outside, I'm like, that's it, they're here to kill me. I don't, I don't know who they are, but I get spooked every time. But when, now that I'm depressed, and I hear a noise outside, I'm just like, get in here. Come on in. <laughs> I really do get scared. I keep a baseball bat by my bed. Do any of you do this dumb shit where you keep some sporting goods next to your bed? In case, it's so stupid. I don't, I'm like, I'm a big dude, but I'm not a tough guy. I'm not tough at all. If somebody breaks in and like, if I confront them with a baseball bat, basically all I'm doing is like, here, I got you this bat to beat me to death with. 
I don't know if you brought a murder weapon, so I brought one for you. <laughs> oh, it's weird. I, like when when we I did I did the thing after you get dumped that you have to do now. Where like as soon as as soon as we broke up, unfollow on Twitter, block on the Instagram. You know what I mean? Completely like men and blacked it. Like the whole thing, just erased all the content, which you have to do now. By the way, you have to do. Back in the day before social media, when you broke up with someone, you would never see them, right? You'd see them like two months later at a Sears, right? That would be it. Maybe you'd see them at Sears. You'd be like tires, tires, tires. How do I, Diane? <laughs> Blocked her. What I forgot to do was block her mother on social media. I know, and she still like interacts with my social media presence every now and then. What a fucking sentence. She still interacts with my social media. My therapist said that was a boundary she shouldn't cross. Now, uh, she still like likes my Facebook posts every now and then, and it like affects me. It does. Like she'll like a Facebook post. I'm like, no, 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 Suzanne. That part of our life is over. <laughs> Uh-uh, if you want to find out which Gilmore Girls character you are, you go to BuzzFeed and find out for yourself. <laughs> Not your errand boy. <laughs> my own mother, my own mother, it was crazy. My own mother flipped on my now ex-girlfriend so fast. It was crazy. The day before we broke up, my mom was like, I love her. She's so nice. She's such a neat lady. She's so sweet. You should invite her to Thanksgiving. I hope she comes. Did you invite her yet? I love her. And like the day after we broke up, she was like, the devil lives in that woman. <laughs> Blood flows not through her veins, but rather a stream of fire ants carrying the necessary proteins to her blackening heart. <laughs> I've taken the liberty of surrounding our familial home with a circle of ash from a volcano what hasn't erupted since men walked this earth. If she comes near, I've soaked a jackrabbit in the blood of a burrow, and I'm going to send it off in the opposite direction, and you get the children and run off into the woods. <laughs> my mom is Sam Elliott. I, my mother is Sam. <laughs> That's a fun thing to do. That's the best way, I think, to support your friends when they're going through a breakup. Is it just like, just like that? Like, you know what I mean? If like... If, if, you, if you get dumped, you know what I mean? The first thing you should do is like, he was no good for you. I heard tell that when he ejaculated, semen didn't come out, but rather the ghosts of Nazi soldiers <laughs> flying out of his penis, zig hiling and boot-stepping all over the place. <laughs> Single now in Los Angeles, which is difficult. I'm on, I got on Tinder. I joined Tinder, and I'm not gonna come up here and talk shit about Tinder. Tinder's fine, you know what I mean? That's what you gotta do now. It is, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's an interesting app. I, I, I had like a harrowing entry to the world of Tinder. When I joined, I, I guess I did it wrong because I was reading entire profiles. I guess that's not what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to be like, are you attractive enough for me to find out if you're interesting? And they're like, that's the whole thing. I was just reading everyone's profile, and I swear to God, two of the first 10 profiles that I read the entire bio was just, so it's come to this. <laughs> that was it. That was my welcome to Tinder. It was just like hiking, hiking, yoga. So it's come to this. Hiking, yoga. So it's come to this. <laughs> I don't know. I'm on Tinder, so I have to pretend to like hiking now. That sucks. <laughs> 
Yes, I don't like hiking. I don't like it. I don't like hiking. I like having hiked. I love that. I love having hiked. You know what I mean? Having hiked is the best. Get to the office like early on a Monday. Like, how was everyone's weekend? I'll go first when hiking. What about you? What'd you do? Ugh, but I did, I fucking did it. I went hiking, I drove out to Joshua Tree, I got my cell phone out to take Tinder pictures, you know what I mean? I made sure something interesting was in the background, it was just like... <laughs> That'll fool him. Like, <laughs> I just don't like, I don't wanna go hiking. I don't wanna go hiking on a date ever. I'll go hiking alone when I can labor through it, you know what I mean, but I don't wanna go on a date. <laughs> And what I want, like, what I, all I want is to take someone interesting out to dinner at a fun new restaurant. That's all I want out of dating. That's what I, and you know, to maybe meet some, but like, that's real. I just want to go to a fucking fun restaurant with someone who's interesting to talk to. But when you look like this, you can't lead with, let's check out a restaurant. You know what I mean? I look like the lead singer of Blues Traveler. You can't lead with more food. You can't lead with that. I'm fu fuck, I'm just changing, I'm changing my Tinder strategy completely. I'm just going to change my picture to the picture of the restaurant that I want to go to. That's <laughs> what so I'm doing. I'm changing the bio to, I'll pick up the check. That's it. <laughs> I've been Ian Carmel. Thank you for your time, everyone. Ian Carmel! That's actually straight up true. I mean, I shouldn't be like, that comedian wasn't lying. Um, <laughs> But really, that shit is all true, because uh, I do, as I said, hear about it at work. But also, um, because we were both in Joshua Tree at the same time, he went to go hiking, and I went to go to a steakhouse, and just, like, was sitting around a pool and seeing, like, these Instagrams from Ian. Like, that's weird. <laughs> Can I get another baked potato? Thank you. <laughs> so I'd say I did it right. I'd say I did nature right. Um, you guys ready for your next comic? All right. Um, she is so funny. Uh, I love her. Please put your hands together for Marcella Arguello. Keep it going for Eliza Skinner, everybody. Let her hear it. Come on, make some noise. Hosting is a lot of work. Hello, hello. My name is Marcella. I'm tall for a woman. Fucking move on with it, okay? Just take it in. I'm wearing heels. Just move on with it, okay? I don't want to talk about that shit tonight. Uh, I'm also Latina. Uh, and I had this lady be like, you don't look Latina. And I was like, and you don't look dumb as fuck, but here we are. <laughs> here we both are. Uh, so there's that, all right? That's the background info. Um, but I want to talk, talk about gay marriage. I'm excited. You guys are pumped about this. Gay marriage has been legalized, and I think it's fucking awesome. And, uh, okay, so seven people. I'm going to let Cameron and Rhea know, so you guys can go uh, fuck yourselves, okay? You should have all clapped. Uh, but I am very excited about gay weddings is what I'm excited about because I'm just sick. Yeah, I'm sick of straight weddings at this point. They're boring. They're predictable. We all know what kind of music is going to be played, uh, what kind of food is going to be served. We all know who's going to wear the white dress, right? Uh, but at a gay wedding, who's going to wear the white dress, right? It's going to be one. It's going to be other. It's going to be both. It's going to be neither. you got to RSVP to find out. <laughs> And every now and again, you get your, your, your quirky white friend who wants to do like a Western theme or like Star Wars theme. But that's as far as the creativity goes, right? But like with gay weddings, like gay guy weddings, you know how many Beyonce-themed weddings we're going to see in our lifetime? <laughs> a lot. And I can't wait. I fucking love that bitch. You just walk in, you realize the bridesmaids and the groomsmen are just like Destiny's Child rejects. 
which is all of Destiny's Child, right? Uh, and maybe the, the bride and the groom aren't wearing a gown and a suit. Maybe one's dressed like Bills, 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 Beyonce. The other's dressed like Super Bowl Beyonce. And they don't just slowly walk up the aisle. They fucking do that. All the way up. And when you get to the end of the aisle, they don't exchange the vows. They recite Beyonce lyrics. Wake up flawless. Post up flawless. Riding around in that flawless. Flossing on that flawless. This diamond, my diamond. This rock, my rock. And when they go to put the ring on the other person's finger, the other person has to be like... <laughs> and they don't say I do. They say, yes, bitch. Yes, queen. Yes, you giving me life, bitch. Do a suicide drop. Some of you guys aren't as into this as I am. You walk into the banquet hall, you realize the food is being served to the left, to the left. There's a Beyonce-only cover band called Ambiance. Single ladies plays when the bouquet is thrown. Obviously, Crazy in Love is the first dance. And when they're making the big exit, you don't throw rice, you throw shade. This is too, too wide of an audience for a throwing shade reference. <laughs> Do you mean like with the sun? I don't know. All right. Uh, people are obsessed with the 90s right now. Uh, like, uh, I'm surprised nobody's ever sampled that old Chili's jingle. You guys remember that Chili's jingle? I want my baby back, baby back, baby back. I want my baby back. Chili's baby back with barbecue dolls. Some hip-hop producer just slows it down. I want my, I want my, I want my baby back. I want my, I want my, I want my baby back. And the beat drops and Drake raps over it because that's the kind of love sick shit he likes. <laughs> I want my baby back, like when he used to take it to Chili's. She gave me that TLC, man, I called it Chili. But she cold-blooded, man, she left me Chili. So now we at Chili's eating Chili because I'm Chili. He sucks at rapping, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Fucking hate that guy. I'm more of an MF Doom girl myself. Um, yeah, and uh, do you guys watch that Hotline Bling video? I know you guys watched that Hotline Bling video. What the fuck was he doing? He can't dance, right? We all learned that together. What the fuck is this shit? I know when the Hotline Bling. What is that? What was that? Fucking Jewish in him really came out, huh? <laughs> if I was a rich man, I would have the Hotline Bling. What was this? What was that move? Dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. <laughs> ah, he can't dance. Um, I want to talk about Paris. Uh, it's terrible. Um, I th and the, you know the reaction that people are having afterwards towards Muslims is really fucked up. So I'm just going to say it. And I think this is an intelligent enough crowd. I don't have to say it, but don't fucking judge Muslims poorly after this, right? I think it's fucked up that. Uh, that people are discriminated against based on their race or their religion or any, any of their beliefs when we should really only judge people by their zodiac signs. <laughs> Fuck Aquarians. They dated three of them. They're all pieces of shits. Okay? You guys tensed up so hard. <laughs> it was worth it. Um... My sister, she's one of these people who blames and excuses her behavior on her zodiac sign. She is, she is one of those people. She's like, everything she does, she's like, it's because I'm a Gemini. It's because I'm a Gemini. I'm like, bitch, you're bipolar. <laughs> Take your meds to both of you, okay? 
And uh, my sister, uh, she was uh, lucky enough to study abroad in France, in Paris, France, and uh, it was for design. And actually, that was what was crazy was a girl, Noemi Gonzalez, that, that passed away from uh, Long Beach. She was do- it was the same thing. My brother and I were like, fuck, this is the exact same story as my sister. But, and her last name is Gonzalez. So we were just like, oh, shit. She fucking, you know, her grandparents were just like, this is why we don't let women study. Because <laughs> you fucking die. Um, rest in peace. Okay, sorry. I don't mean to be disrespectful. Yeah, I do. What am I saying? I'm a comic. Uh, so I'm going to tell a quick story about my sister and I. Uh, when we were in France, uh, we were out dancing, and this guy came and asked her to dance, and she politely declined. The guy kept bugging her all night, and she was drinking, and uh, she got to a point where she just fucking got so irritated that when he asked her to dance one last time, she was like, no, you know what? Fuck you. And the guy was like, fuck me, fuck me, fuck you. And he slaps my sister in the face. Yeah, my sister, she's one of these yoga bitches, always has been. It was like 10 years ago, just like before it was a hot fad. And she did like this slow motion matrix move, completely maintained her balance, right? But the guy took off and I went after him because I'm Latina and that's what you do, right? <laughs> I catch up to the guy, I clock him in the nose. At that point, my sister is caught up and she just starts wailing on the dude's face. And we already determined earlier he's a fucking psychopath. So he's hitting my sister back in the face. She has an eyebrow piercing and gets ripped out. Yeah, it's gross. Uh, and very dramatically, uh, the DJ, you know, it's very like a movie, like cuts the music and he gets on the mic. He's like, I don't know what the fuck he said. I don't speak French. <laughs> the music cuts, security comes, they kick the guy out. And then we patch up my sister. And then uh, we just keep dancing because uh, we're Latina and that's what you do, right? <laughs> And then as we're dancing, uh, we see these really tall, attractive German guys. We walk over to them like, hey, can we dance with you guys? <laughs> the girls will recognize that voice as a voice you use when you want free drinks, right? <laughs> I'm like, can we dance with you? And they're like, hey, you American girls, huh? We're like, oh, my God, how did you know? <laughs> like, only American girls hit men in face. <laughs> Which I didn't know it was, it was a stereotype, but that's fucking awesome. <laughs> and we're like, yeah, we do. <laughs> Like, will you, will you dance with us? Will you protect us? We're like, uh, you will protect us. <laughs> and that's the end of the story, guys. <laughs> and here's the thing. I can't wait till I'm a grandmother and I can share that story with the grandkids or just like, Granny, tell us a story. And I'm like, I'm older. So I just know my, my memory's starting to fade. You know, the story gets a little embellished. It gets fucking awesome because I'm just straight up lying, you know? I'm just like, and then I took a glass and I broke it and I shanked them in the rectum. <laughs> And that's how I met your grandfather. (laughs) For some reason, I'm Jewish when I'm old. All right. My name is Marcel, you guys. Thank you so much. Have a good night. Peace out. (laughs) Marcel Arguello. Guys, don't forget, all of these comics that you see can be followed on Twitter. (laughs) So look for them there. Um, I am. I, I, I do feel kind of weird being here. I hope I'm not acting too bizarre. I, I'm very sleep deprived. I'm a bad sleeper. Are you guys good sleepers? No, good. Yeah, you're an adult. An adult. An adult. I can say the word. Um, yeah, I, I just like to like wake up in the middle of the night so I can stare at the ceiling and think about all my good choices. You know, <laughs> run that highlight, that highlight reel of all the cool things I said at parties. I'm like, nailed it, nailed it, nailed it. That was great. <laughs> Let's relive that. Oh, how about a breakup where everything went great? Let's relive that too. Um, that's what I do in the middle of the night. I'm also, I also have a problem. Uh, I, I wake up a lot because I live with 
a cat. <laughs> and you learn a lot about someone when you live alone with them. <laughs> Especially a cat. For instance, I learned that cats are nocturnal, which means that when the rest of the world is going to sleep, my cat is going, ah, time to wake up and try to fuck Eliza's hair for ten hours. <laughs> That's what he does. He's very humpy. He's a humpy cat. A lot of people don't know what it looks like when a cat humps. We all know what it looks like when a dog humps, because we've seen, you know, hilarious movies. Uh, cats are different. They're sneaky. So it starts off like he's just making biscuits. With his little paws. Like, I'm making biscuits because I'm a kitty. <laughs> and then his eyes change. He's <laughs> like, yeah, you want these biscuits, girl? <laughs> I'm making them for you. They're going to be hot. <laughs> I'm like, no, no, thank you. I don't want that. <laughs> and I didn't know what to do about it because, like, you know, he, uh, he's, it's not like he... It's just his dumb little... He doesn't know what he's doing. It's like his cat body. He's like, do it. And he's like, okay. Like, he... <laughs> It's not like he's looking at me being like, mm, she's into it, you know? <laughs> so I didn't want to judge him, so I got him a stuffed animal. He has taken to it happily. He has humped it flat and torn its chest open. <laughs> at first, he only humped it on the bed with me in bed so he could make eye contact. <laughs> like, you know this is you, right? <laughs> I mean, I'll do this, but it's you. <laughs> now, though, no matter what I'm doing, like if I'm like making soup or whatever, he'll come into the kitchen and be like, oh, is this where we're going to hang out? Hold on, let me get Jennifer, or like whatever her name is. I don't know. Maybe it's a he. I don't know what, I don't know what he does. Um, but he brings this mangled rabbit, drags it up, and is like, we'll all hang out together like a family, and then starts humping it in front of me. Which is disconcerting, especially when I have guests. Um, and have to be like, oh, that's, he's having sex. Anyway, what were you talking about? Um, and you know that cat thing, like when cats get that nighttime crazy, where they, they run around and they'll look at you and they'll like, and they run around. The... When my cat starts doing that, he'll, he'll like stop and be like, self care, what do I need? What do I need? Go get, you know, Daryl or whoever he is. I don't know. She, whatever. Um, humps it. Falls back, elated, is like, all right, what do you want to watch on Netflix now? And I'm like, oh, fuck. I wish I had known this years ago. I understand dudes so much better now. They just want a rabbit. They just want a rabbit. Um... And uh, I also am a bad sleeper because I, I have a lot of lucid dreams. Yeah, it's a, I know it's a thing that people seek out a lot, but it's actually something that happens to me way too frequently. If you're not familiar with lucid dreams, it's when you become aware of the fact that you're dreaming in the middle of your dream. You know, so if, like for most people, it's like, oh, wow, oh, this is a dream. <gasps> That's a dragon. I'm going to ride that dragon. <laughs> For me, it's like, oh, this is a dream. That's a dragon. I'm going to fuck that dragon. Because, <laughs> I mean, come on, why would you not? <laughs> what, am I going to wait for the next dragon? No. YOLO. <laughs> and then I always wake up right before uh, he comes. Um, so, so I don't know what dragon comes like yet. <laughs> um, 
That's on a podcast. My mom will hear that. Um, if you're not, I, the other thing that happens when I when I wake up in the middle of the night, I always eat and eat just the worst food because it's not food you choose, and you're always like, it's only going to be two minutes. I'm awake, and then you know you start Wicked City. Um, oh wow, someone in this crowd saw Wicked City. Um, it's a delight. You guys should watch it. Um, but yeah, if you're not sure if what you're eating in the middle of the night is good or terrible, just imagine yourself ordering it at a restaurant. That's my test. Like, uh, yeah, okay. I'll, I'll have your cold tortilla with mayonnaise. <laughs> Thank you. No fork. I don't need it. What, what am I, a monster? I'll eat it with a fork. Thank you. <laughs> and just run your fingers over the inside of the cabinets and bring me any bits of chocolate or salt that you find. Thank you. <laughs> That's my night. Um, you guys ready for your next comic? Okay, she's great. She is uh, a lovely comedian and a hilarious brunch partner. Please put your hands together for Kristen Rand. Hi, how are you guys? How are you doing? Happy Tuesday. I recently, on my way over here, I found out that my headlight is out of my car. I don't even care. <laughs> I don't give a shit. I kind of feel like my car is an extension of me, you know? It's just like representative of its owner. During the day, it's very relaxed and unassuming. And at night, it's just like, what's up? <laughs> beep, beep. <laughs> uh, I, uh, <laughs> I've been proving to myself about every other day that I have the capacity to ruin my own life. Anybody else out there? You have it in your heart, you know what I mean? Tap into it. I recognize that I was in my <laughs> I recognize that last week I was in my car alone before a show with a fresh pack of Oreos I had just purchased. Um, and then I opened it up and then just took out as many cookies as would fit between my thumb and middle finger. And then just dropped them into my purse. Not even into a separate bag, just Lucy cookies in my purse. <laughs> So that I could navigate the emotional landscape of existence. Am I right? <laughs> anyway, been gaining weight. Uh, I, don't, I don't weigh myself. I don't like scales. I just let my leather jacket do the talking. And I'll tell you right now, it's snug. Okay? Okay, it's snug. Tight. Uh, <laughs> I've always been very body positive, though. I feel like I've been body positive since, like, age five, probably. Like, way before it was a hash hashtag way before that term was trending always very body positive if you're not familiar with that term body positive just means that I'm positive that my body is like sturdy as fuck do you know what I mean like like an armoire or you know what I mean or like a vending machine or some sort but like a cute like a vending machine that would sell cupcakes like at a Japanese airport you know like an approachable monster uh <laughs> That's me, baby. I, uh, <laughs> I'm not in, like, the best shape I've ever been in. I'm also not in terrible shape. Like, I guarantee if I showed up as a sub on your softball team, you'd get amped as fuck. Am I right? You'd be like, she's going to be good. Yes. Put her in. Uh, and you'd be right. I'm great at softball. <laughs> um, my friend who lives out here in Los Angeles with me told me that if I wanted to lose weight, if I ever changed my mind <laughs> and cared, that uh, <laughs> I should go with her to spin class. And I don't know if any of you guys have been. I did go with her uh, just to try it out, Soul Cycle. And um, it is a great idea. Like, I will give her credit. It's a fantastic idea if you've ever wanted to fuck a bike. Like, definitely go. <laughs> You'll never go again for the rest of your life. 
That's my advice from me to you. I don't even think it's about losing weight. Like, I don't... I think, as women, we just want to hear that we look pretty. We just want to hear that we look good. It's not even about our weight. It's just about hearing that. And um, I'm sure men like to be told they look good, too. I don't know. I don't care what they want. But I know that women <laughs> don't give a shit. But, but women do. And, and sometimes we get dependent on hearing that from somebody else. But listen to me right now, ladies, okay? If you're not in a relationship or you don't have someone in your life that tells you that you're beautiful every single day, guess what? You're gross, okay? And that's just like, how else are you supposed to know that you're pretty? It's like, it's just science. Uh, <laughs> um, I have a crippling sugar addiction. I talked about the cookies, you get it. Just a little glimpse <laughs> into my life. I, and I'm not dumb. Like, I know enough about health that it, I know that if I don't stop eating sugar, I'm going to die. I understand that. But just the way my brain works, like, yeah, but you could keep eating sugar and not have to pay off your student loans. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> I die in that joke. Um, <laughs> I have a lot of student loan debt because I took out a lot of student loans. I went to school for like seven and a half years uh, to get my bachelor's in psychology and that's been a great investment because now that I have that degree, it's been able to open so many doors for me. <laughs> uh, I'm blessed that I, like this is like, I'm glad that I'm here tonight. You know, I'm happy to be here, but like, this is just for fun. Um, this is like, this is a hobby. I actually have a great, you know, uh, full-time job during the day as a babysitter. So this is just like for fun. Um, <laughs> and I'm also at an age right now that like people see me in public with these kids that I babysit for and instantly assume that I'm that kid's mother and that doesn't offend me. I get it. I'm that age. Like, that's fine. It offends me way more that someone would look at me and ever assume that I would ever have a white baby. You know what I mean? Like, no, 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 no. No, I don't even care if you're like a white person in love with another white person. You don't want a white baby. I think we've had enough white babies. It's like, if you had any choice, you would choose iceberg lettuce. I don't think so. You know what I mean? <laughs> No. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I do have a great job. Uh, I'm doing the damn thing. I'm like living a very great life. I'm a strong, independent, successful woman. Thank you. Uh, I, have <laughs> I have an amazing apartment that I live in with two other roommates. And I own a juicer, a blender, and a kimono from Forever 21. So don't worry about me. <laughs> I'm doing okay. Uh, <laughs> Can't afford to fly home for Christmas, but I have an awesome crystal collection. Um, <laughs> started reading tarot cards recently, which is amazing, because now I'll be able to tell uh, all my friends how they're going to die. So that's fun for me. Um, <laughs> I also, while we're on, you know, I don't want to brag, I have an amazing bed, an incredible bed. Just lays there right there on the ground. You know what I mean? No frills, no fuss. Here we have my Oprah, lay it down, blow it up, go to sleep. Okay. <laughs> don't need much. I uh, <laughs> recently came into some money, $75, and decided to... <laughs> that's a lot of money, though, right? Uh, and my friend was selling her bed. I got a queen-size bed. I got a queen-size mattress now because I'm royalty. And that's been so nice because now I've been able to sleep next to even bigger piles of laundry. <laughs> if you could just imagine, like, how good that feels, you'd be right. It's that cool. Um... Listen, I gotta get out of here. I just got the light. But I wanna, I feel like I should give you guys a piece of advice because you sense my wisdom. <laughs> I go to yoga, so you're right. Um, 
I suffer from a lot of anxiety, uh, and if you don't suffer from anxiety, you do. You just call it check in your phone, and that's fine. Call it whatever you want. Uh, <laughs> life's hard, though. And, and I do suffer from anxiety. The, the, the one thing that brings me the most peace, I think, is the idea of kind of taking a step back and letting the universe unfold, right? Like, if we, if we don't wish a situation was different or try to change it, if we just accept it for what it is, take a step back, let it unfold, it's nice. It's a peaceful thought. It also just means that I'm going to have like a dumb smile on my face as I die, you know? Like, that's just, that's a crazy thing to think. I was in a shower in a hotel room by myself recently, alone, (laughs) of course. And then I heard the front door of my hotel room open and close. And I was like, okay, well, here's where I get murdered. (laughs) Definitely, this is how this is going to play out. But you know, whatever's going to happen is going to happen. So I just kept shampooing my hair. Like, I didn't care at all. I was about to get slaughtered wet and naked in a hotel room. The only thing that was on my mind at all was the joy I would have sucked out of that murderer's heart as he, like, ripped back the shower curtain. I would have been in there, like, knew it. (laughs) Thank you guys so much. You've been a great crowd. this whole train moving. Your next comic is uh, one of my favorite comics anywhere. He's so funny. He, uh, he lives in a gingerbread house in the North Pole. Uh, please put your hands together for Kyle Kinane. Kyle Kinane. Spicy chips. You were right backstage eating spicy chips? No, earlier, but they're Uh-oh. sitting around. Like, you mean chips, not not french fries. No, I wasn't in England now. Okay. It's only right. for a week. Where have you been? What have you been doing? Have you been on tour or anything? Yeah, I was in the UK for last week. Sunday night so was in you Manchester. Lied. You were in England. No, I was. Oh, okay. I thought you were just like, I wasn't in England. I wasn't there long enough to start calling <laughs> chips, fr- fries, yeah. you know. I don't buy that when people with the accents change. I, you know what? I can understand, like, for a while that if... Because I, I would, like, in high school, people would do it because clearly I was like, you wanted to prove it. But I hang out with enough Southerners, and all of a sudden I'll start, like... Because it's just a very relaxed way. But once you go back to your area of origin, don't you oh, slip back into your own? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's my thing. I still say y'all, though. I but do. not with an accent. But I'm but from the South. Where are you from? From Chicago. Oh, yeah. So I'm supposed to... I just like, I switch, it's nice to switch it up, to have some new lexicon, you know? Yeah. Hey, you guys want to go to the thing? Hey, y'all want to go to the thing? Words are fun. Why not? Why why limit yourself? Yeah. Well, you know, like when people talk about um, vocal fry, do you know about that? I was just talking about that last night with my girlfriend. Today, yeah, because I didn't know what it was. Yeah, it's that. So why do you do that creaky thing? But really intentionally or unintentionally? No, no one, I don't think people are like, I'm going to add a vocal fry. (laughs) They just... You just sort of pick it up in the same way that you pick up accents and things. And I used to be like, Ugh. oh, and also the baby voice. I used to be like, stop talking like a baby. Stop doing the vocal fry. And then I read this thing about how, did like... you just kind of use a baby voice? I did. I did. <laughs> Good ear. <laughs> and I read this thing about how, like, women uh, are more creative with their speech patterns, generally. Yeah. And, we'll, and, and that's just part of being like more adaptive. Woman. Yeah, and, yeah. And being more expressive and, like, yeah. using more than just words. I always wondered if I just had permanent vocal frogs was like it's you know it's like growlies I'm like that's just my voice all the time you do well you just have kind of a deep voice but I never thought it wasn't ever deep I don't know when it changed into just 
Yeah, you do a little bit. Smoke and beer and everything. Yeah, that sounds a little vocal fry. Oh man, I don't want to hear that. Why? It's not bad. What are you talking about? Okay, I think I can make it. I think that's an accent with an affectation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Getting very Britney. Look at like Rosetta Stone here. I know. We're explaining language to people. I got Rosetta Stone just for vocal fry, though. Uh, where can people see you? Are you at Slap Happies or Flip Tops? Uh, always. Are you at uh, Janglers? <laughs> there is a Junglers. That's a British, really? that's a British club. Oh, I love trying to come up with fake comedy club names. Like the most like like that show Peaky Blinders. I'm like, yeah. is this really a, that's? A, yeah, I'm doing a Thursday through Sunday at Peaky Blinders. <laughs> but there's that show, and like that's the most British thing. Like, but what? Is, yeah. Is that Crim real? Tops and Shim Shams. Yeah. Is that real? Is that Peaky Blinders? Anyway. Um, I'm going to be in Chicago this weekend. Ooh. So I'm sold out. So I... Kyle Kinane! National treasure! We've been on a crazy ride tonight, guys. Are you ready for your last comic? I said, are you ready for your last comic? Yeah! Keep it going for Paul! You keep it, keep it going, keep it, keep that music playing, keep it going, keep clapping. That's true. Keep it clapping. Keep that music going. Stay fired up. Get off your phone. What are you doing? Unless you're gonna follow me on Instagram, get off your phone. What's up, everybody? How you doing? Good, I'm doing good too. Um, let you know early, I'm just gonna call it out myself. Little beer dribble on my shirt. Don't let it remove my credibility. They make these mouths so wide now. They make them, so, look at that. I barely, come on, that was not on me. That wasn't being flagrant UCB, that was not flagrant. That was an accidental beer spill. Uh, last time I was here, I got called for a spike in the mic. That was my bad. <sighs> that one was my fault, but I, I, you know, you just crush it and you gotta like, I don't know, you gotta let them know what's up. What would you do? You'd spike it. God damn, look how much fucking beer. I mean, it seemed like a tiny amount of beer, but I, I'm just going to grind it into the... Uh, if you're listening to the podcast, I spilled a tiny amount of beer on the ground, and now I'm rubbing it into the ground with my boot. <laughs> it is not working. It's not working. This, this, this stage has so much just desperation and Converse All-Star gum just rubbed off onto it that you can't... It's impenetrable. It's crazy. Uh, I'm also chewing gum. No disrespect, okay? <laughs> Don't make this about you. I just got to jack some gum while I'm doing my stand-up gigs. That's how it is. I realized a few years ago, I'm a hothead. <laughs> crazy hot, crazy hothead. Cra like, it, crazy hot. You ever yell at a guy at a detail shop? Uh, I have, okay. I don't mean to brag, but uh, you ever you ever yelled at a guy for making your sandwich wrong? Come on, come on, you fucking sensitive people. Somebody's got to rip into the service industry. They're doing a bad job, some of them. Okay, that's why I'm chewing the gum just to relax myself. You know what I mean? <sighs> I'm a hothead now. I've always been a hothead. When I was young, I was very punk rock. I was all into that shit. I loved Kurt Cobain. Smashing security guards at his own concert in the face with a guitar. <laughs> yeah! I love that. I fucking love that. That was great. 
And, uh, you know, you saw that worked out. He got hooked on heroin. His wife had him murdered. Fuck that shit, you know? I don't want to... That's not my path. So, uh, you know, I'm, just, I'm in my Dave Grohl years, you know, chewing gum on stage, putting out some dad rock. What's up? You're all my hero. What's up? I love Dave Grohl, but he's definitely putting out dad. I saw him at, at a hot dog stand in Encino with his beautiful family. God, they were all members of the Clean the Plate Club. His kids played nicely and respectfully in their service. It was fucking beautiful, man. You can't be a rock star without well-behaved children. It just isn't, uh, isn't, uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> He's attentive, you know what I mean? He's there for his kids, you know what I mean? Bing Crosby beat his kids. Okay, this guy's a fucking dad rocker. No dice. <laughs> you guys huge Crosby fans? You crushing some Bing? You guys getting ready for the holiday season? Gonna fuck with some Bing coming up? <laughs> <laughs> A little white Christmas gonna fuck with some Bing. I lo I love Bing Crosby. He was a huge pot smoker. Huge pot smoker. He even said, "If you got to pick a vice over a weed or alcohol, I said take take weed." And I was like, "There was a reason he was so down with the cravat, you know, the beautiful neckerchief." Oh, when you're blazed and you're as an elegant and old man as Bing Crosby is, you know, you're rolling with like Bob Hope, okay, Danny Kate, these old cats, you know, just you want to go out, you want to go down to Musso and Franks and crush some hot, you know, strange. It's all about the cravat. All about the cravat. How crooked are you going to make that, that fedora, you know? Is it like it's Thursday, take it to the right, take it nasty, take a deep angle to the right? Ooh, that's a bad boy's fedora, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm gonna leave a big tip, but I'm also gonna write something disgusting on the check when I'm done. Bean Crosby style. I'm sorry, guys. I've got a wild hair up my ass. I'm acting like a fucking idiot. You know what I mean? Hey, whoa, crazy. It just started happening. I can't, I'm just pranking people. I'm scaring people again. Those old, I thought I was done with scaring people. I am back, baby. I'm in it. I'm in it. You know when you leave a conversation at a bar and you hear them immediately start talking shit about you, just like friendly fucking with you? Ooh, just nice to hit like a soft turnaround. Back up in there. I fucking heard that, dude. Boom! Everyone's out of their seats. Fun. <laughs> that is fun. I love. I'm doing all kinds of. This is my newest prank, and I want to. I want you all to come along for this prank. Especially you. Stop sleeping. I want everybody to come along for this prank. This is what I'm doing. Go to every Goodwill, every Goodwill, every St. Vincent's, every out of the closet, every every place you can go and buy all of the Tucker Max books. All the Tucker Max books. All of them. Even his lesser known titles. All the Tucker Max books. All of them. And once you have like a nice fat stack of Tucker Max books, find one of those neighborhood tiny libraries and just fill it up. Pack that ass up! And just destroy an entire neighborhood with free uh, Tucker Max literature? Fuck yeah! It's a fun prank. It's a good prank is when you don't see the outcome. You just gotta know to the universe, you know? It's out there, comedy's happening, people are confused, they're distressed, and you caused it? That's true, that's the truth. Uh, I'm excited about the holiday season, I love the holiday season, it's my favorite time to just eat Rolaids every day from the insane heartburn that I'm choking down. Who's with me? Party people! Yeah!
<laughs> oh, you guys don't got GERD? You don't have bile pumping up your throat all day? Okay, must be fucking nice. Must be fucking nice. I used to love going to parties and then looking for that reason to go to the bathroom just to go through the medicine cabinet, a little vice, a little whatever. What do you want? What kind of back injury did you used to have? I think there's something in here somewhere. And now I'm just in that medicine cabinet just looking for Rolaids halfway through the party. I gotta choke down this jungle juice somehow, so give me some fucking Rolaids. All these great, all these great beer innovations, and I love it. Wide in the mouth, put a little pop top in there. I like that. Those cool blue mountains on the on the Coors Light. Oh, taking taking a drinking experience. That is all. Mm, it's all scent, all taste, all looks, a little sound, and now you add visual. <laughs> You're gonna taste that difference. You taste it. You're gonna be glad it's there. And now this is what I'm saying. This is a new innovation. Glug, 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 glug. And at the bottom, just a shot of Rolaids. I'm bringing it Rolaids at the bottom of every beer. Every single beer just ends with a nice, smooth Rolaids shot. What a chaser, baby. I'm drinking till three. I'm drinking till three carefree. Not even a problem. Oh, if you don't have fucking Rolaid, how do you... I mean... <laughs> if you don't need Rolaids, you know, then your fucking stomach is made of iron. And I would honestly... I would honestly kill you, take your stomach out, I have to have it for my own. <laughs> Whenever someone offers me an IPA, I'm like, why don't you give me a razor blade to just choke on? Just choke on it. It's too hoppy. They made it on accident. I, I fucking it tastes like an accident. <sighs> Here's what I thought. I thought that as I got older, I got a couple kids now, I thought all that shit, it's going to reduce that testosterone, boy. You're going to be in for a nice, relaxing 30s. <laughs> I remember when I was young and my road rage was about me. You cut me up. Ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho. I wish, I wish it was that simple of an emotion now. Now I've got my two kids in the backseat. Here I am, the 110-101 interchange. You know me, a downtown Johnny, popping into Hollywood. Maybe we're going to Pink's. Maybe we're hitting that walk of fame, but we're going to do something in H-Town. Cruising on it. And who's this little motherfucker behind me? Oh, asshole in the Q7. Oh, I got an Audi. I don't have to zipper on the on-ramp. You know what I mean. <laughs> zipper. You go, I go, you go, I go. Your lane, my lane, your lane, my lane. Zip, 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 zip. And we got a fucking zipped up hoodie. Oh, now who look who it is. Mr. Johnny, I'm going to reinvent the fucking hoodie. Oh, but what if we just jump a tooth? <gasps> I don't fucking think so, pal. You want to jump a tooth? You picked the wrong fucking tooth, pal. I got a 2004 Honda Pilot. I got the third row optional fold-down seating. She's got four-wheel drive. I never use it, but I've got it. And I've got two beautiful baby girls in the back seat. And you think you're going to fucking push me? You're going to come around me? You're going to fucking... You're going to come around me? Ho, ho, ho! Ooh, bold. 
I hope you got tire insurance, baby. I hope you got that tire insurance. Oh, yeah, because I'm going to start sliding that big old butt over. You bet I am. Oh, four? That was pre That was pre the market crash. They didn't give a fuck about gas mileage back then. My car is so fucking big, I will push you into that soft shoulder. Ooh, the softest shoulder you've ever seen. You never seen shoulders this soft. We're talking about reality television editor shoulders. You know what I mean? Soft. Soft. People always, they always miscalculate what it means to be a parent. I always see those, those signs of cars that see a baby on board. Like they're asking for your mercy. There's a baby on board. There's a baby on board. Please think of the children. I got a sign on the back of my car that says, baby, I'm bored. <laughs> Fucking try me. Try me. I need this. I'll risk their lives. I'll risk my life. I'll risk your life. Nobody's getting on the freeway. We just got a zipper, people. You're lane, my lane. My name's Paul Dakey. Thanks a lot. Have a great night. Thank you. You guys have been a great crowd. Thank you so much for coming out. Uh, give it up for all the comics that you saw tonight. Woo! Give it up for yourselves. And give it up to someone who loves you later tonight. Good night. Put your hands together. 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 Get ready to laugh. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Get ready to clap. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. This is Arnie Niekamp from the Improv Fantasy Podcast, Hello from the Magic Tavern. I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical land of Foon, and I started a podcast. Season three has just begun with a brand new adventure to defeat the Dark Lord. If you're a new listener or you've fallen behind, season three is a great jumping on point. And we've got great guests like Justin McElroy. I sound like a fancy college professor. Eight nights. <laughs> Rachel Bloom. You all see my collection of men corpses and one woman. Felicia Day and Colton Dunn. You've seen <coughs> me have intercourse with a variety of species. It's a bummer. Andy Daly. You have the members of Genesis listed, but Phil Collins yeah. has crossed out and then circled and crossed out again. Uh, yes, I have killed Phil Collins twice. Thomas Middleditch. <laughs> Oh, Jesus! I mean, Jazos, <laughs> ruler of the eighth circle. And that's just the beginning. Season three of Hello from the Magic Tavern is out now. Listen in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.